What's going on, guys? Michael here, Energy 360 Podcast by Energy. I'm excited to be bringing you an, another interview with our favorite technology company, Data Gumbo. This time, Stuart Turley sits down with CEO Andrew Bruce to discuss what a great year Data Gumbo has. Holy smokes, guys. Are you going to want to check this out because they had such an incredible year and so much good stuff coming down the pipe in 2021. I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Stu so I don't spoil it. Let him kick this one off. Welcome. Thank you for stopping by the uh, 360 Energy Net. So thanks. My pleasure. Thank you for having us. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, you and I have talked several times, and uh, Data Gumbo is something that has really come around the corner, and it is fun to see your successful year. Can I mean, if we back up and tell a little bit, just a, a little bit of a new listener on what data gumbo is and then we're going to go through what a fast year you had yeah so data gumbo is creating something called gumbo net which is a smart contracts um, network for for industry so what that means is that we enable com companies to automate the commercial intent of a contract between two or more counterparties and they use iot data to um, trigger the terms of the contracts and then they use a blockchain to um, provide a, a, a repository for the results uh, so that you create trust in an untrusted environment. So you can, you can transform a transaction from being a multi-step, slow, 34, 36-step no, process into much more like going to a gas station, swiping your credit card, pumping your gas and leaving. So in a nutshell, that's what we do. We provide a smart contracts network for that you can subscribe to and start automating your contracts tomorrow. But you know, some of the fun things that we started off early on and as some of your partners that you have come up with on this first, let me say congratulations. Uh, you were named uh, finalist in the Ernst & Young LLP Entrepreneurs of the Year. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you very much. That was uh, quite an honor. It was a completely unexpected, to be honest. And um, yeah. that is kind of cool. Um, you know, me, it, this is not an award that you get for showing up kind of like the kids playing soccer. This is like really a, a very nice big deal. Um, and then also we had the fortune of interviewing uh, the folks over at uh, Atlas RFID Solutions. That was a fabulous product, uh, project, being able to come in and say, we got a client that's coming in and saying what this saved us. Uh, you want to just kind of uh, break out on some of your big customer uh, wins here for just a second? Yeah, I mean, obviously I can't be too specific, but um, uh, but obviously um, I think it's no secret about uh, water haulage and uh, we've taken, so basically automating the, transportation of wastewater and being able to automate that whole transaction in much the same way as I talked about, you know, swiping your credit card, pumping your gas and leaving. In this case, it's picking up water, disposing of it and getting paid. Um, so you take a 34 step process and make it into a two step process and the trucking companies get paid earlier and the operators get better transparency and more certainty that they're paying for what they receive. Um, same thing on integrated drilling services. So working on integrated drilling services contracts. So 
automation of payment for personnel on board, drilling equipment, drilling equipment usage, um, drilling fluids, that kind of thing. Uh, working on additive manufacturing, so 3D printing, so providing the the provenance of um, of the, the the items once they're printed, um, but then also tracking the IP, um, um, making sure that only you keep track of how many copies of the item are, are printed and who has printed them, and then make sure you automate the payments, making sure that everybody is getting paid correctly. Um, so we start, and they're going back to the, the uh, commodity haulage. Uh, it's not just water, obviously, then it's also chemicals and diesel. So working on that. Um, and then uh, towards the, the, the Jovix announcements, you know, how do you track pipe? So provenance of manufactured goods and how do you track them and how do you make sure you're getting paid correctly for them? And that's uh, a company actually receives the products that they ordered and they don't get some knockoff from somewhere else and you get you know disastrous accidents as a result of having an in, uh, inferior product. So those are some of the things we're working on. You know, some of the fun things uh, you and I laughed about one of the, on one of our earlier ones, nobody understands what blockchain is, but it's security. So being able to have a secure transaction, which opens this up for just about any kind of uh, transaction going out there. So security and trust, right? Security and trust. I mean, it's a lot of it is trust. So it's kind of like a marriage then. <laughs> exactly. It's just like a marriage. Uh, trust is, uh, it's easy to blow, but, um, difficult to earn. Right. You bet. And, and so when you're going through some of these things, uh, you also had hired, uh, I believe 20 new people in all the new, uh, places around the world. Tell us a little bit about your uh, personnel growth and what's going on there. Yeah, we were really lucky um, to, uh, in March, I think it was this year, we hired uh, Bill Ahrens as a head of sales. So, you know, 23 years of selling enterprise software and really teaching us a lot about, you know, how to think about selling our products and how to sell it more professionally. Um, you know about Gina Manasero, I mean, she's come on full time, so fantastic. Um, I'm, I know she's listening in on this, so I don't want to make a blush, but I'm so happy that she agreed to come on full time because she's just brilliant at what she does. Uh, we had uh, Henry St. Auburn, who started um, up the services team in, in the UK, so to handle European business and any business that we have in, in that time zone. Um, more recently, we've had uh, a guy called Bruce Bain, who's uh, worked with Bill in the past, um, responsible for partnerships, because a large part of our growth going forward is going to be with partnerships and how we partner with other companies and with ambassadors um, to to be able to to grow our network of, of people who we, we sell with. So, I mean, how do we... How do we provide a data provider? How do we provide you know, Jovix, for example, is yeah. another good example of that. So just, uh, and then after that, I mean, we build, built out the rest of the team underneath those people. So um, that's been a, a fascinating process. You know, Jovix, uh, you bring that up. That is absolutely a very um, symbiotic relationship in that they have the RFID tags, they have everything, they have the software. And you provide the whole mesh in there together. 
that is truly a joint solution when you take a look at something like that. Uh, Andrew, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, it's we, we're starting to see that more and more. Um, I think the whole idea of measurement as a service is becoming uh, a whole growth industry with what we're seeing because, you know, the EMP companies don't have any any budget anymore, but you still, but we are all under pressure to provide better data so that we can automate these contracts. You bet. So, you know, Jovix is part of that is, you know, how do we, how do we have this, how do we have this data that we can rely on uh, to be able to automate these contracts? And then you give, going back to the trust question, how do you provide the, the service company and the, and the customer um, the confidence that they are, the transaction is based on digital certainty. Um, when you sit back and take a look at Henderson and you take a look at cash flow and you take a look at invoicing, it is so important for cash flow to do proper invoicing. We mentioned that just a minute ago, but uh, geothermal uh, energy drilling contract execution with Henderson, could you give me just a 50,000 foot of, that's a technical term, <laughs> but if you could give me just an overview of what that uh, looked like for us. Well, the, the reality is, is it, it sounds a lot of, as, as though a lot of these use cases are completely different, but actually they come down to the same basic thing as you've got commercial terms in the contract and you've got that can be triggered using data from the field. So I don't care whether I'm delivering you water or um, a performance contract for geothermal drilling or if I'm delivering wheat. It's the same thing. I'm delivering something. Um, I'm measuring the performance of that something using IoT data. And then I'm storing the results in a blockchain. It's, all, it's always the same three components. It's what am I measuring? What do I need to measure? What am I using as a source of data that I trust? And then how do I store it? I mean, I'm, obviously I'm storing it in a blockchain. And then how do I present those results? So whether it's people, geothermal drilling, diamonds, wheat, oil and gas, it's the same, it's the same theory. Isn't that great? I mean, that, that is nice. It doesn't matter. You're almost uh, market agnostic. You're able to run at anywhere that data and transactions are needed. That's correct. Yes. And, and so in an, in, an, in an industrial setting, I would say that is the, the caveat, right? When I mean, we're not in the fintech business, we're not in, we're not in the consumer business. We're in the industrial space. Um, you know, and that requires a lot of widgets. I mean, it, just the whole technology uh, around that. You've got some great plans coming around the corner for 2021. And I, I for one, am glad to see 2020 go away. I mean, uh, if, could you give me a little bit of what's going on for Data Gumbo in 2021? Yeah, it's a, it's a dirty little secret, but I was led into it last uh, couple of nights ago. If you look at the, the red zone in our sales chart, we've already, we're already looking at hitting our sales numbers for next year. So that's, um, wow. that's, that's, a, that's a good feeling to have going into Christmas. Um, and then the other big thing I think that is you're going to see next year, which probably isn't common knowledge, so... Uh, don't tell anyone. Um, is is the I this? You know, we're making a big a big bet on uh, this ESG um, uh, position because we've been working with um, some local law firms here. So King and Spalding, I'll give them a shout out. Um, they've recommended we look at uh, the SASB standards. 
Um, and it turns out that the data you need for um, certifying the, the ESG requirements for SASB reporting is right. a 95% overlap with what you need for billing. So if you're providing billing services, which is what we do, so you save tens of millions of dollars on your commercial contracts, what you get out of that is we've already talked about um, lease operating expenses and operating expenses, and you get that for free. Right. It turns out you also get ESG for free. So that's going to be a big um, push next year is, you know, how do we, how do we provide certainty around ESG reporting? Um, it's something we didn't expect to be doing six months ago. Um, I, my jaw is still open, Andrew, because that is cool. Uh, capital is tied to ESG. Access to capital is tied to ESG. Whether people buy your products or not is tied to ESG. Uh, whether or not your employees come work for you is tied to ESG. Yep. This is phenomenal. Uh, this is really big stuff, Andrew. It is. Yeah, it's uh, it's big news, and um, it's. It's like the least operating expenses. We didn't really, we didn't think about the strategic, you know, we were fo so focused on the, the point solutions of, you know, delivering commodities and delivering pipe and delivering people and delivering all this other stuff. It didn't occur to us until we stepped back and th thought about it. So, well, this, this actually provides you visibility to the more strategic level of your operating expenses. Right. It also turns out it provides you it's not just the reporting because anybody can do reporting and making reporting look good, right? That's not the win. I mean, you can put a you can put a you can put together a, a BI dashboard which will make your reports look however you want. Right. This is getting down to certifying. Yes, this is exactly what was done because we're measuring the operation of the equipment, we're measuring the fuel utilization, we're measuring. The efficiency of machines and all of that is used to calculate the commercial intent of the contract, which then, by the way, -da, tells you, okay, here is my ESG score. I'm sorry. This is about the cool. I'm just getting excited because this is about the coolest thing I've heard in years because uh, Europe has been ahead of the U.S. in uh, ESG language scores going through all of that whole process. And it's one thing to create an ESG uh, plan, another one to measure against it. No one has any ability to measure against what they say. It's like China saying that we're going to be uh, carbon neutral by 2050. Nobody's going to be able to manage that. But this is manageable, provable data. Oh, my yep. goodness. This is exciting. Yep. It's, I mean... It's the old saying, you get what you measure, right? And now we have the ability to measure it. So now we can prove it, we can measure it, and then we can improve it, right? So uh, that's, um, it's a pretty cool finding. Oh, absolutely. I, I, uh, I, I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am for uh, GummoNet, you, all of your new employees that you hired, your expansion, all of your new countries, your new markets. You know, Andrew, the, I, I think I'm more excited than you are sitting here like this. Uh, how can you be so calm with this great news coming around for next year? Uh, we have to deliver it. <laughs> but, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, there's no doubt it's very exciting. And it's, um, you know, we've, we've got an amazing team. We've got really good investors behind us. 
Um, so it's 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 a matter of delivery now. So I mean, it's it's not a we feel in a very comfortable position. Comfortable is the wrong word. We're confident. We know we know what has to be done. We have to execute, and we have a great team to execute. So um, it's you know it's a it's a good place to be. Well. Uh, I happen to know the CEO of GumboNet and Gumbo, uh, Data Gumbo, and if I had one of my salespeople say that they've already met their number for next year, that number would be increasing by January one. So Absolutely. You... <laughs> I think at the Christmas party, you're going to tell everybody saying, "Hey, wait a minute, we just doubled our number for next year, right? Our quota." No, 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 no. It's it's like a weight loss goal. You wait till January for that. <laughs> <laughs> You, well, you, don't, know, you don't want to ruin the Christmas. Oh, no. Um, I don't know about you, but my COVID-20 is like my COVID-20 pounds. I've been able to keep off until just recently, so I am i can't wait. But, Andrew, thank you very much. This is so exciting. We can't wait to get this word out, and we'll probably get this released tomorrow or the next day. So Perfect. we really are excited on getting this story out. So thank you very yeah. much for stopping by. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. As usual, it's, it's fun. And so thank you. Uh, thank you for everything you do.